0: I'm going to start this morning uh, with a question, as we sometimes do. How many of you have ever worried about your memory? (laughs) You're you're looking at somebody, you know you're supposed to know their name, but you just can't bring it to mind, and what really worries you is it's your kid, right? (laughs) Or your grandkid. Or you, you can't find your phone. Or, or you can't find your keys or your car, right? It's it's pretty a common event to forget things, uh, whether it's appointments or paying the bills or your anniversary, right, guys? Uh, we we have so many things that we have to remember, and we all know what it's like to forget. In fact. I was writing this message. I had wrote the introduction early in the week, and then as I go through my week, every you know, I'm encountering all these people who are saying, "Oh, I forgot that," or you know, they're embarrassed because they they forgot an appointment or uh, where they put something. We all forget, and God seems to know that this would be the case because we look, see throughout Scripture we we have these passages where God tells or even commands us to purposefully remember. Uh, And over the next three weeks, we're going to be looking at three specific events that God calls us as his people to remember. And the first one is found in Exodus chapter 20, verse 8. We find this among the Ten Commandments, so this is one of his top things we're to remember. Exodus 20, verse 8. This is our memory verse, so let's read it together. Exodus 28, remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Exodus 28. And, and the Hebrew word for Sabbath means cessation, or to cease, to, to stop. And in the next couple of verses in, in this chapter in Exodus, we see what we're supposed to cease from doing. The passage continues with these instructions. Uh, God is saying these things to his people. You have six days each week for your ordinary work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath day of rest dedicated to the Lord your God. On that day, no one in your household may do any work. This includes you, your sons and daughters, your male and female servants, your livestock, and any foreigners living among you. For in six days the Lord made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and everything in them. But on the seventh day he rested. That's why the Lord blessed the Sabbath and set it apart as holy. So, so this is a commandment that God is giving to his people. There, there's this time for work and there's a time for rest. And we're designed to do both. Uh, Work is not a result of the fall. God gave Adam and Eve meaningful work before the fall, and he gave them this day of rest uh, before that as well. So God says we're to cease from our work and to rest. And the good news is we're wired for rest, right? Uh, God created us. He created the world with this rhythm of activity and rest. We see that in the seasons, we see that in the day and the night. I mean, he's giving this command to an agrarian society and he's like, you're going to work during the day, but at night I'm shutting the lights off, right? So, so that you'll have this, this rhythm of work and then rest. But we commonly look at these two things in one of two ways. So see if you identify with one of uh, these two views. Some people work to rest, all right. I think this is the most common in our our culture. Most people get through the work week by looking ahead to the weekend. Uh, they have this work to rest mindset, and we see this communicated actually in a, a couple of pretty ubiquitous ways in in our culture. Uh, we've all heard this, right? TGIF, right? <laughs> Thank God it's Friday. Any thank God it's Friday, people here? Uh, right? And the second way that we commonly see this illustrated around us is the phenomena called MEMS. Uh, if you are on Facebook or Instagram, you've seen these. So I pulled off a, a few just out of the hundreds or thousands of them that are out there. But here's a few animals and people who are excited about Friday. You know, this is my Friday phase. And then here's the Friday squirrel rejoicing and then this this one stay strong the weekend is coming here's one from somebody's facebook page in in the church but i won't say who even work on friday lake okay and of course then you find them on the other end of the weekend as well here's a monday face (laughs) and another monday again face. So if you are a work-to-rest person, um, then you work so that you can have money and time to rest. You put in Monday through Friday so that you can have Saturday and Sunday, or you put in four hard days of work so that you can have three days off. Some people work to rest. Then the flip side or the other perspective is those who rest to work. And these people are the ones that we commonly think of as workaholics. You could work every day if uh, you, you know, you would like to work every day. But at some point, you discovered that you're actually more productive if you sleep at night, right? So, so there's this uh, other group of people who are rest-to-work people. Okay, so just a quick poll. Who, who, are, who among you are work-to-rest people? Work-to-rest I mean, you put yourself mostly in that category. Okay, and then rest to work. I think that's mostly me because I don't get the weekend off, so. <laughs> you you don't tell me you don't work. Yeah, yeah. I know retired people work uh, just as much as the uh, working people do. But anyway. Right. How many of you uh, wish that I wouldn't ask you to raise your hand? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. All right. Now, both of these have value, but they both have dangers as well. The work-to-rest people can end up worshiping their leisure and resent taking time off to worship God. You know, it's my Sunday. It's the only day I have off. And rest-to-work people end up worshiping their work and neglect taking time away from work to worship and renew and uh, their relationship with God. But the Sabbath rest is different from either of these. It's a third way of understanding the balance between rest and work that God created us for. And this third way of uh, understanding work and rest makes life much more fulfilling. So I want to talk to you today about how to live in a way that's in sync with God's design for us. Because Sabbath is really a beautiful provision from a good God who loves his people... and and wants them to live life to its fullest. So in your message notes, uh, here's the focus for today's message. The Sabbath is for you. It's an opportunity to rest, recreate, reconnect, and receive from God. So how do we do that? Well, we're going to go back to Exodus 20 uh, as a starting place, and look at verse 11 again. This is why God tells the people, to remember the Sabbath. He says, For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and everything in them, but on the seventh day he rested. That's why the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and set it apart as holy. So we're to rest from our work because God rested from his work. So what I'd like to do is take us back then to that original uh, verse that this comes from in the book of Genesis and see what we can learn from God and his pattern of work and rest. So um, we're going to look at Genesis chapter 1. And, and in this chapter, we uh, read that God created everything in order, right? He creates the, the light and the day and the, everything, the animals and humankind. Then look at verse 31. Then God looked over all that he had made, and he saw that it was very good. And evening passed, and morning came, marking the sixth day. So the creation of the heavens and the earth and everything in them was completed. And on the seventh day, God had finished his work of creation, so he rested from all of his work. And God blessed the seventh day and declared it holy, because it was the day when he rested from all of his creation." And, of course, this rest isn't because God's tired, right? The Bible says that God never grows weary. God rested because he designed us to rest. And he ceased from his work to set an example and show us how to live well and to establish this rhythm of work and rest in creation. So in your message notes, uh, four essentials to a rest that restores that we find in this passage. The first is that to to experience rest that restores, you need to end your work week by reflecting on the good that you've accomplished. You know, often we get to the end of the week, we don't feel like we can rest because we still have so much that's not done yet and unfinished. And instead of reflecting on the good that we've accomplished, we head into Sabbath and to the weekend carrying the weight of what's left undone into sabbath with us and you can't rest and enjoy your time off if you're still carrying around unfinished work with you god invites us to reflect on and celebrate the things that we have accomplished you know when god had finished his work uh, of creating and all that he had to do he looked back he enjoyed it he declared it good he celebrated what he'd made You know, and we often think that Sabbath is a time to get renewed and refreshed so that we can get back out there and work some more. And that isn't the biblical picture. Uh, Sure, we rest, we're restored, we're refreshed. But God wants that for us because he wants us to have life, not because he wants us to get out there and be more productive. He's not like the slave driver that gives his slave a drink of water to keep him going, you know. Uh, he God gives us rest because he wants us to be whole and to live life to its fullest. He wants us to have time to enjoy him and get to know him and, and, and grow in, in our love for him. God rested, and he celebrated all that he'd made. I've got this friend who's getting married, and she keeps sending me uh, pictures there, uh, renovating a house that they're going to live in after they're married. So she's sending me before and after pictures. And she just sent a a picture of the bathroom, and she said, I I keep walking by there on purpose to look in because, you know, she's just celebrating what they've done. And you've probably had those uh, experiences, too, where you you know, redo a room, or you uh, mow the lawn, guys, and you look out across it, and it looks great, you know, those times of reflecting more, you just celebrate what, what you've done. And that's what Sabbath time is. It's time to reflect on what you've accomplished in the week behind you, celebrate all that God has done for you, and, and acknowledge his goodness and provision. Then, two, you need to cease working. <laughs> Stop. You know, in, in today's world, we may not have Sunday off. Uh, your Sabbath may be on another day of the week. But we're not designed to, to work nonstop. We have to find some time to, to, to rest from our work. How many of you could use a good rest? I just, and, and we all long for it. I don't think there's any of us that don't want appropriate amounts of rest but sometimes it just seems impossible uh, to actually accomplish this. Our lives are so busy, and, and we fill up every moment of every hour, and we don't have time to really just rest, to, to let it all go. You know, you, you think you're going to sit down and rest for a minute, then somebody sends an email, and now, even though you've answered the email, the, it, the thoughts are running around in your head, and you're, you're dealing with it. And, and uh, our lives are just so busy. But throughout the Bible, God keeps coming back to this need to cease from our labor, to pull away, to, to worship him, to rest in him. And he does this because he knows that this is how we're designed. And Jesus says in Mark two twenty seven that the Sabbath was made for people, not people for the Sabbath. You know, we can always find an excuse not to rest, but we need to understand that we were created for more than just producing things, all right? And rest is essential to our physical, our emotional, and our spiritual health. To get that rest, we'll need to, number three, purposefully plan for times of rest and worship. And because Jesus fulfilled the Old Testament law, we don't keep Sabbath in the way they did in the Old Testament. We don't have a bunch of rules about what's work and not work on the Sabbath. We don't uh, have to worry exactly, you know, when is sunset? and When do I have to stop working? And when. We have this freedom in Christ that, that Christ has won for us and because he's fulfilled all of that. Um, but setting aside time to worship and to rest honors God and, and it's necessary for our well-being. And because we're so, so busy, we have to be intentional about setting this time apart. And one of the patterns that I learned uh, several years ago was that uh, we need to divert daily. Okay, so take some time to uh, read your Bible, to pray, to, to exercise, to be with your family. Don't work, you know, 14, 17 hours a day. Divert daily. Withdraw weekly, so that's take time for Sabbath rest each week, unplug from work, worship God, stop working. And, and, you know, like I said, it might not be on Sunday, but take a day each week to withdraw, to, to play, to enjoy life. And then abandon annually. Go on a vacation, go away, get up in God's creation, and enjoy your family purposefully plan to rest and then number four trust god and wait for his blessing on the seventh day god rested and because he did he blessed the day look at verses two and three in chapter two on the seventh day god had finished his work of creation so he rested from all of his work and God blessed the seventh day and declared it holy because it was a day when he had rested from all of his work of creation. So so God has put a blessing on this seventh day. And, and to bless is, literally means to infuse something or to pour into it God's grace and God's goodness. So when God blesses this day, he means that he fills that day up with his goodness, his grace, uh, his kindness, and and he's making it ready to be poured out on you. So so think of it this way. If work is fundamentally uh, an outpouring of your effort, Sabbath is about being filled up with his grace, which is really cool because it means that Sabbath is going to be really, really good for you. It's going to be just what you need. And, you know, Jesus was often criticized for working on the Sabbath, uh, even uh, to the point where that was one of the reasons that they had him killed. And I think that we sometimes interpret this as Jesus saying that Sabbath doesn't really matter. You know, I'm here to tell you that it's just another day. Don't worry about it. But Jesus wasn't saying the Sabbath doesn't matter at all. Jesus was showing us the kind of stuff that God wants to do on the Sabbath. God is healing. God is replenishing. God is restoring. God is refreshing. You see, Jesus was reminding us that there's a God who really, really loves people. And this God has the power to make people whole, to make them well. And God wants us to set aside time and space so that he can do that, so he can bless us. And let me ask a question. Could anyone here use a day that's just filled with blessing? <laughs> Couldn't. Yeah, this is a raise your hand one, yeah. Could anyone here use a day when you don't have to pour out in order to receive? Uh, it's a day for enjoying God and allowing Him to pour His life and His goodness into you. And I think that we can't slow ourselves down because. Um, we think that, you know, we won't have enough money or we won't uh, get everything done. But here's a spiritual reality, and this is somewhat of a mystery of sorts. It, if you will honor God by doing what he asks you to do and taking a day to worship him and to be restored by him, then his Sabbath blessing will be on your life. God is able to make up the difference. And, you know, rest is important, uh, for going the long haul in life. We have to have it, especially those who are called to ministry. I mean, if we don't celebrate the Sabbath and rest, then, um, then we won't go long. And one of the prov- provisions that our conference leadership has made is for pastors to have a renewal leave every seven uh, years. And this leave is a minimum of six weeks. It can be three months uh, to six months. And I've never taken that leave. I've been in ministry for 18 years. It, it just never seems like there's a good time to do it. You know, I'm always worried we'll lose momentum or there's something coming up. And um, But after much prayer and weighing the pros and cons, I've decided it's time. I've got some physical issues that I need to take care of, and I've been working with the SPRC committee, uh, with our district superintendent and the cabinet to uh take one of these leaves there's a grant that's been granted to us and um and so i'll be taking a leave for six weeks so if you're worried about it it's the minimum amount, not six months um, but from August first to September twelfth and we'll I'll be saying more about that as we go along, but as i've looked at the calendar uh for August since September, we really don't have. A lot of things going on, and I would encourage you to kind of take that time as well. When I'm not here pushing you need to do the next thing, uh, to to relax, to uh, rest, to reflect on what God's done through us, and to pray and ask God what He wants to do in the next season, so that we can come back for the next season of ministry together. Um, one of the things that I've discovered is when I have even just a week away that some of the creativity that i feel like i've lost you know i begin to that begins to come back you just feel more restored and and uh so i believe god's gonna use this for good in our church as all of us listen to him about what he wants to do in the next season god created us in the world with this need for meaningful rest uh meaningful work and real rest And when we live in sync with God's design, we experience more of the fullness of life that he created us for. Would you pray with me? Loving God, we uh, come before you on this day, on this Sabbath day, this day of rest. We thank you for uh, helping us to understand our need for it. We can see in creation how we're created for it. And I just pray that you'll help us all to trust you, God. That if we take this time, set it apart, and uh, use it for your glory and to be with you and and to fellowship with one another and and to love on each other, love our families, that we'll experience your blessing, God, and and that you'll help us to go long in life um, because we're healthier, because we're spiritually renewed and refreshed, and we just... Ask all these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen.